Hello and welcome to a new episode of Pat's Chat. Today, already the 43rd episode, a little break in between. I hope you don't mind, but I have another awesome guest with me today, uh, Nadia Chalil, uh, founder and CEO at MyBump uh, Media Advertising Company. Uh, not the, the usual one, a very special one. We will uh, learn about this a little bit later. But first of all, uh, thank you very much, uh, Nadia, for uh, making the time and joining me today. Hi, Patrick. Thank you so much for having me as well. And I appreciate the colorful introduction. <laughs> yeah, colorful. Thank you very much, uh, Nadia. Uh, Malaysian uh, grew up here. Where exactly you're, you're from in Malaysia? I'm, I'm from a small town uh, in the outskirts of Perak called Tanjung Malim. Uh, that's where I grew up, uh, spent most of my childhood. Uh, but then I, after that, uh, I kind of moved around as well. Um, I, I have a single mom, so she was moving around a lot and I had the opportunity to kind of uh, spend a few years in the UK and studied there and then uh, East Malaysia as well before coming back to well, Peninsula Malaysia and going straight to boarding school. I think my mom had enough of me. So <laughs> after that, I went to boarding school and then kind of just uh, went on from there. Okay, uh, when you say like uh, your mom had enough of you, the typical thing, and it's 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 quite impressive. I, I figured out there's a pattern. So many guests I have um, all studied law and later changed becoming entrepreneur outside of the of the legal area. Uh, what was it for you? The typical thing? Oh, my mom wanted me to do it, and I had to do it, or was it something else for you? Yeah, that's right. So. Um, I, I think I've always been a little bit more talkative uh, growing up. And uh, so my mom actually had uh, mass communication planned out for me. But I thought, hey, I'm going to take law just to up the game, uh, which is kind of funny because now I'm, I'm actually in the mass com slash advertising industry. So, you know, mom knows best. But the, the growing up and, and really understanding the, the concept of law and um, the workarounds about it, I think that also gave me the valuable foundation to, to get where I am today. <laughs> nice, yeah. And uh, of course, it is uh, very helpful uh, to know the law, what is what you can do, uh, where are the boundaries and things like that. But what is the thing really, I mean, I, uh, maybe you can talk me through your thought process. Like you, you were um, working for a couple of companies, right, in in legal departments, um, but then you made a change. Like, what what was the triggers for you? Is it is it is is it too boring? Is it just not exciting enough? Is it uh, more exciting to be an entrepreneur? Or what what was it for you, Nadia, that you changed the the not only the to your own company being self employed. Uh, but also change the entire industry, if you want. Yeah, so um, right after graduating, I jumped into corporate law for a good, I think, five to six years and, and kind of hopped between different companies, different industries, um, and trying to apply what I learned. Um, I think throughout that time as well, uh, you know, when it comes to law, it's a very structured system. Um, it is what it is. And uh, you look at precedents. But it's always about looking back, right? And after getting to know um, advertising and the marketing industry, well, to, it, to say it simply, I think uh, advertisers and marketers have more fun. <laughs> but that's beside the point. Uh, it, it's also the, the possibility of communicating at a mass scale. And, and I think that creates and, and paves a, a better growth um, for companies, for individuals, 
in terms of storytelling and, and projecting uh, what is it that we want to envision in the future and working towards that goal. Uh, you mean storytelling? I mean, as a lawyer, you also have to tell the, uh, tell the story, but you have to stay with the truth while maybe in the advertising area, you can be very visionary. You can have like uh, fiction also included. Is, is that what you mean? Yes, yes, that's right. You're right. Both law and, and mass communication or advertising is a form of storytelling. But if you're looking at law, it's about stories that has been told and um, applying that to, to current situations. But for advertising and marketing, it's a storytelling of what is possible um, and also working towards uh, you know, a future that uh, one can envision or maybe in terms of providing or creating positive storylines. Uh, so, so that's the angle I'm, I'm looking at. And I think um, marketing as a whole and advertising as a whole has uh, boundless opportunities of creating a better world Uh, not to go cliche here, but in, in that context. <laughs> okay, very nice. How, how would you uh, describe yourself then, like uh, as, a, as a person, your characteristics, what is your self-description? I've always believed myself to be a, a dreamer uh, that follows on with execution, uh, but the, the possibilities uh, excites me, you know. Um, and, and from there, I've had this immense interest in social impact initiatives, um, any kind of solution that has uh, one in terms of, of cost margin or businesses creating profit, uh, but also at the same time being able to give back to the community or to the environment uh, in a more positive tone. Uh, so social impact initiatives are one of the um, interest uh, that I hold uh, at heart. And then that's also one of the reasons why I started my bank media. Um, aside from that, I'm also a big believer of the underdogs, um, the second chances. Um, the first time uh, you try and learn how to get it right. Uh, and the second time you should be able to do it right. Um, and I think the rest is, is just about you know, hustling on, doing the best that you can and, and never settle for uh, what you have understand yeah so um i saw the last company you were working was uh, was kazana uh, which is uh, uh, quite a, a big uh, um let's say enterprise or or um, organization right um one would assume like oh there's a lot of possibilities for vision there too but still you decided after a few years uh, to start my bump your your own company what was um, what was like uh, the basis for that what was the point where i say like oh let me let me try to start that company cool um so kazana is uh, known as the investment arm for the government of malaysia but they also have few mandates, especially in terms of nation-building investments and looking into nurturing uh, local as well as bringing Malaysia to the, the global scale. I think from there is where I got a lot more interested in terms of social impact initiatives. Um, I was also part of the um, entrepreneurship ecosystem research team, um, kind of looking into what are the players in the current uh, ecosystem and um, where do we want to go? So this was like, five years, six years back, where you know, the, the startup ecosystem in Malaysia were very uh, young uh, and the players like, were very limited. Um, so from there, we uh, looked into framing a, a framework, coming up with a framework for uh, accelerators, corporate accelerators. 
And um, that's how I guess my about media started as well. I was very busy in, in looking into the framework. So I decided, hey, I'm going to participate in this accelerator myself. Um, and from that accelerator, again, we were looking into social impact initiatives. And uh, the idea of coming up with Maiba Media was uh, ironically very simple. I, I get stuck in traffic a lot. So we're looking into cars. I see a lot of cars. I see a lot of billboards. Why can't we just match this together and in a way allow people to earn from advertising? So five years, uh, fast forward, right? <laughs> There's a lot of changes that happen. Um, but yeah, that's how I started from Kazana in working in a corporate, working in the legal team, um, and then transitioning to starting My Bump Media. Okay, very interesting. And we come uh, back to My Bump in a in a in a in a moment. Uh, first of all, we I, I wanted also to to check with you on some of the terms that we we hear often: um, the advertising versus the marketing. Uh, from your perspective, like what is uh, the way you would explain uh, what it is, or what is mainly the difference? As uh, many people are using this interchangeably, what is for you the main? Uh, um, uh, descriptions or like the main factors that makes advertising versus marketing. Right. Um, so again, because I, I also jumped into, I don't have a educational background starting in, in advertising and marketing. So I had to learn on the job. Uh, but <laughs> if I could put it in a simple term, um, I would say marketing is, is your map, right? You have a, a goal that you want to achieve and, and how do you come up with a map that towards uh, achieving your goal. Um, and then advertising is essentially your car to get to that destination. Um, and again, when you're talking about cars, there's so many types of cars. You can go with your Ferraris or you can go with your uh, convertibles. Uh, so the choice of cars, again, depends highly on what is your goal. So marketing and advertising, even though you know, people like to differentiate it, I do believe one relies on the other. Um, your advertising strategy can only be as good as your marketing strategy. And your marketing strategy is, can only be as good as your advertising strategy as well. So linking those two together um, is, is, a, is the challenge when it comes to marketeers uh, nowadays and, and also identifying what is the best roadmap to, mm -hmm. to get to the destination of your company's growth. Yeah. Correct, and uh, and and uh, when we talk about challenges, um, the main challenge I can imagine for the past two years is like, uh, especially here in Malaysia, we had lockdowns almost. Uh, well, with a small interruption, almost uh, two years, right? People were not able to to go out or very limited. Like, how was the impact like uh, for advertisers to do like these physical advertisements versus uh, the the digital advertisement where like people would probably uh, more relate to because it's all online? Yes, yes, that's right. So uh, I, I unfortunately we started on the the, the bad side of the impact. Um, so, so in terms of Maiba Media, one of our services or our stronghold in terms of our services is car advertising. And naturally, you're right, with MCO happening and lockdown, people can't really go out. Um, out of home is not that relevant um, at that point of time. I think nowadays it's, it's uh, more positivity, uh, I guess, in the sense of acceptance from marketeers. Uh, but during this downtime as well, it has created a... A new level of uh, appreciation, um, I guess, in terms of uh, data, performance tracking capabilities, all the strengths of digital advertising. Um, and when 
a lot more consumers are jumping online. They don't have an option to do so. Uh, advertisers are also taking up this opportunity to learn each consumer behavior, um, how to do targeting and kind of expect the same level of uh, measurability as well as performance when it comes to outdoor. So, so this is, is kind of the bridge that uh, I guess on our part, we were quite fortunate uh, when we started our platform as well. That was the, the, the goal that we wanted to achieve, uh, making sure that out-of-home advertising or traditional advertising is at par when it comes to trackability, when it comes to uh, performance measurement, um, and this shift in marketeers and advertisers is, I think, quite refreshing. Um, a lot more traditional marketers are looking into, hey, what's the, the benefit of uh, digital? How we can also apply this to physical or out-of-home um, concept? And this paves, I think, in terms of uh, growth, uh, newfound possibility for how uh, physical and, and outdoor advertising is going to be seen mm -hmm. in the future. Yeah, Okay. Interesting. Um, and uh, you, you just mentioned the, the car wrap. We see it uh, in your background also. Yes, I'm, I'm going to scoot this uh, a bit. Yeah. <laughs> so interestingly or funnily, I remember that uh, basically this picture was what caught my attention uh, on, on your company or your profile also. Uh, I, I very uh, well remember that uh, some time ago when I, when I reached out the car wrap. Uh, so this is this is one thing that you do, but my bump you describe as an advertising advertising technology platform powered by the crowd to provide brands with 360 degree reach. That is one description. Uh, the other one I prefer a little bit because it's very very uh, um, interesting, also and insightful. The company aims to provide continuous passive income for everyday people through advertising. That's like the social impact initiative that you you were talking about but first to start with that like what is it that you really do with my bump yeah so uh <laughs> you're right that, that sums it up we're a two-sided platform so one side we have the uh, brand owners advertisers and marketers looking to share about their products on the other side we have our brand ambassadors who are everyday people um, just looking to earn passive income through advertising um, so at growing as a platform, we had to make sure that we meet both demands and expectations um, as well on both sides. And um, the, the most common question I get from advertisers is, is what is advertising, uh, crowd advertising? Um, and because the crowd economy has been something that has been going on for a few years, um, no, you, you're familiar with crowdsourcing, uh, crowdfunding. So introducing crowd advertising wasn't really a, a much of a challenge, except in uh, trying to validate the, um, the effectiveness of our platform. Um, so when brands work with us, uh, especially in the initial phase, we work a lot with a feedback basis. Um, they come to us and say, hey, I want to know where these cars are traveling. Um, that's how we came up with our GPS tracking by our app. So our ambassadors, whenever they're on the job, they need to click tracking and we know the exact GPS location. Um, that's how we also measure the performance. We get the traffic condition data whenever they drive. Uh, and that serves as a benchmark um, for our advertisers. And um, I think from there as well, it, it's been a lot more technology supported um, platform. Um, when we provide our services to the client, especially for outdoor, um, there's a lot more metrics that is unsure 
uh, on part of the client. When you look at Google ads, Facebook ads, okay, it's very streamlined. Um, it's more mature. Uh, for out of home, there's few metrics that we look into. And ultimately, we kind of relied on Google uh, traffic data as well as footfall traffic data when it comes to impression mm -hmm. count. So, oh, I yeah, I, yeah, I mean, it, it is really a, an exciting idea, to be honest. So, okay, on one side, you have the companies, they want to place the product, right, make the advertisement um, on cars. Uh, mm -hmm. And then you have like people like me uh, that can can do this car wrap, right, and drive around. I mean, I see it, I see it really a lot here. It's a, it's a very interesting concept. And you just bring these people together right the two parties and uh, what you're saying is like you you track the cars with the gps data that is uh, part of the performance so so is it based on like is the payment based on like kilometers you're driving or how often you are like passing which location if you drive more in the city or more outside or how do you really uh, uh, do that or how does the the customer really benefit from that right um, so on our ambassador side, uh, their job is very simple. Again, our aim is to provide passive income opportunity. Uh, wherever they drive, hey, if you can earn an extra few bucks, why not? Right? Um, so whenever um, they drive, they click tracking. So we do measure their performance based on mileage driven as well as the traffic condition whenever they're driving. So if they drive in, in more heavy traffic, then they, they earn more. Um, but the, the challenge about managing hundreds of people in one go um, it's always about consistency and structure. So <laughs> we had to come up with, you know, how uh, to put it simply, you know, some people kind of breach uh, uh, the, breach is a, is a bad word, um, abuse the system uh, yeah. before they get it right. Yeah, so we <laughs> go, had to go, go around that. the rules, right? <laughs> yes, 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 that's right. So, so we had to manage our ambassadors and kind of have two steps uh, ahead of them in terms of how they can uh, kind of go around the, the, the system that we are creating. So nowadays, it's all task-based. Um, so I found that that's the best way to manage a, a big scale of ambassadors. So for example, mm -hmm. if they, um, we send them a task, you have to come to a specific location for our car wrap partners to wrap your car, then they get certain earnings. Uh, if they come on time, higher earning. If they come late, then it's going to reduce your amount. So it's always about the, uh, the carrot and the stick <laughs> approach. Um, and, and I think that's the, the learnings that we had um, when we were building the platform and kind of breaking it down each task to more... Um, digestible uh, job mm -hmm. scopes for ambassadors, uh, which allows us to manage a bigger group at one go and at scale. Yeah. Did, did, did I understand correctly? Did you just say like, okay, if they are driving in traffic jam, that is more valuable for the customer? Yes. Yes, that's <laughs> right. Uh, heavy traffic. Okay. Just to clarify, if it's heavy traffic, it's not the best. Um, but if it's moving traffic, then that's the best because that's the, the, the amount of cars that's moving um, and people seeing the ads would be much more. Mm -hmm. um, so we also derive the performance data from the heavy traffic, oh, sorry, from the traffic data. So if a driver is driving in heavy traffic or flowing traffic versus none traffic at all, and we're looking at 2 p.m. in the afternoon and 2 a.m. in the morning, the amount of questions that's being generated as well as the compensation are going to be uh, subject to that as well. 
that is okay interesting <laughs> i like that um you just explained I, i came across two two terms i want you to explain uh one you just did uh, the the crowdvertising which is obviously a mix of uh, crowd and advertising um like the crowdsourcing uh very interesting the other one is crowdstorm i think that's another one of your uh, services so the the car wrap is one crowdstorm is another one what what is it about really um Yeah, it, it all ties together. Um, I don't want to say that we created crowd advertising. We, we didn't. Uh, it's a concept that is already there. Um, so just to, to clarify, you know, when you look at uh, traditional advertising or conventional advertising channels, uh, billboards, radio, or TV, it is always about uh, one-way communication to a mass audience, right? Um, so, so this is known as, as one-to-many advertising approach. So this has been the advertising approach in the past, I think, before 1990s. Uh, but when digital advertising um, started to grow, um, this has somewhat shifted consumer behavior in terms of how they receive information, how do they, uh, the reasons they buy brands, for example. And because now everyone is hyper-connected either through their phones or either through their social media profiles, this creates uh, communities of uh, followers, right? And, and this community-driven brand engagement is what we say as many-to-many -many advertising approach. So this, this is crowd advertising in, in mm -hmm. terms of its definition. So what we are doing uh, at MyBump Media is, is taking this a step further by um, also applying the same concept of crowd advertising to traditional methods, uh, be it uh, car advertising for out-of-home medium or even uh, wearing T-shirts and, and kind of just going out and... Uh, promoting brands on their shirt or on their uh, whatever they wear. So, so this is a form of crowdstorm. So crowdstorm, to put it simply, is like a new form of flash mobs. So if you've seen flash mobs, right, there was a trend in the 90s where people get together and just dance uh, in malls or in open spaces, um, but the, the trackability or the performance uh, guarantees weren't there. What we provide is the measurement Uh, for advertisers to see if I'm spending, uh, let's say, uh, 1,000 ringgit on this event, uh, what is the expectations or what measurability can I expect for me to justify my mm -hmm. ROI? Um, so that's where we come in in terms of uh, as an ad tech crowd advertising platform. Mm -hmm. Okay, so more based on data, so the the your customers can also understand and uh, uh, get information back, right? On uh, well, right. as you just said, like how effective was the 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 initiative that they did mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's oh, right okay so um car wrap shirts you mentioned so uh, uh, how easy is it i mean can everyone just apply at my bump that uh, he wants to be like uh, how, how did you call them like the the people just doing the advertising for you the, the ambassadors right the ambassadors um, yeah can everyone just apply to be an ambassador or what is like the the process or what are the challenges with it also Okay. Um, naturally, we want to make this platform available to everyone. Uh, I'm, I'm a big supporter of AirAsia. I like the tagline, everyone can fly. So <laughs> what we're pushing for is everyone can earn through advertising income. Um, and <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so on, on our ambassador side, or if anyone that is interested to um, earn through advertising, uh, they just uh, log in to our app. Uh, download our app and register. So from there, we can also uh, understand uh, specific questions or specific uh, 
say specific questions. We ask them questions to categorize um, our ambassadors for uh, advertising um, strategies. So, for example, uh, there are three main data sets that we use: uh, demographic, geolocation, and consumer behavior. Um, and whenever an ambassador registers with us, we try to uh, tag them accordingly. And when a client comes to us and have a specific marketing strategy, um, so we match the ambassadors based on that marketing strategy as well. Uh, so this gives uh, a better reach, targeted reach in terms of outdoor as well as online reach. Um, and from our ambassador side, uh, we have over 50,000 ambassadors at the moment. Uh, not everyone have had the opportunity to run an advertising job because of uh, that matching process we have to do. Uh, so not everyone is fit to be an ambassador for one brand, but they can always be an ambassador for any brands, right? Um, so the matching process is a bit of a challenge and we're constantly trying to make sure that everyone has this opportunity to earn. Um, in fact, the first few campaigns that we did, um, we ran a, a survey with our brand ambassadors trying to understand hey, what's the challenge that you have when you do an advertising job and what are the expenses that you um, spend uh, from the earnings that you get. I think one of the more heartfelt um, feedback that we got was a, a single mom saying that uh, it's super easy. Uh, she just drives um, when she goes to work and coming back. And from there, she earned passive income. And on top of that, uh, she got to know that uh, her baby is also lactose intolerant. And uh, no, lactose intolerant milk or none soy milk is, is a bit more expensive. So she's using the earnings um, for her childcare needs. So I think that kind of put us in a, in a different perspective because at the end of the day, it's not just about how effective an advertising channel is. It's also about the, the lives that you're impacting. Yeah. And if it's yeah. possible for someone to earn so easily uh, from a platform, uh, why not make it possible to everyone as yeah, well? Yeah, sure. That, that's beautiful. I really like uh, the idea yeah. and the story of uh, my pump and a very successful one also. I mean, I, I scrolled through like the, the customers uh, that you're working uh, with. It's uh, quite impressive. Um, I just saw like a Disney Pixar or, or w, uh, WWF, like the uh, World uh, Wildlife Foundation, uh, our customers uh, locally, uh, Touch and Go also, Lim Tire, Etika. Um, what, what is for you like one of the most exciting projects that you were uh, working on? Um, yeah, I would say one of the most detailed projects we did was for Disney. Um, it was in conjunction with the launching of Cars 3. And, and Disney kind of gave us a, a challenge for us to, to kind of uh, meet as well. So they wanted to target their uh, advertisement specifically to parents that have kids below the age of 12 and send and pick up their kids from school in Kota Damansara. So, so that was what was thrown to us. Uh, and and I'm, I'm also grateful with, with the team um, that I have. Uh, they kind of took it up and uh, went on searching for ambassadors that specifically meet those requirements. And we were able to do a mass launching um, of uh, Disney's um, Cars 3 movie, as well as during the premiere launch, we had a car storm having like, I think there was over 50 cars coming together at Starling Mall to just hype up oh, wow. the event. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> okay, yeah, cool. That was, that was an amazing experience. 
Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I think you would have like uh, a lot more stories to uh, to share and tell about that because it's really uh, exciting what you do. I can now understand why you move away from the lawyer's life to uh, found your own company. Um, I'm I'm very happy to see um, still during this time, as you said, it's a difficult one for you also. Um, was that like? Would you say like? Uh, I think the company exists for five years, four or five. Years years is that like the most difficult uh, challenges that you had to overcome like the last two years when uh, everything went locked down and uh, the physical advertisement was not so uh, in demand anymore yes yes that's right uh, i think from our growth plans we've always uh, allocated the first two three years um, about understanding the market making sure that our tech platform is up to the expectations of our clients. Um, and 2019, 2020 was supposed to be our go-to year uh, where we were already prepared in terms of our, our platform and also client management. Uh, again, unfortunately, um, it's an experience that a lot of businesses had to go through. Um, and we also took that opportunity to kind of look back into our tech platform and what other value can we provide to our clients. Um, so, Towards end of last year, we introduced our new services, um, which is namely the uh, online endorsement, uh, as well as the consumer feedback um, and the crowdstorm as well. So before this, we have been doing uh, providing those services uh, on an ad hoc basis at the request of a client, uh, a bit more manual than we like to be. Um, but we took this time to actually uh, look into the tech stack Uh, what are the features we can replicate? And um, I'm, I'm also very proud of the team uh, to say that we've launched this uh, new services officially um, this year. And it kind of provided us the, the revenue and the uh, <laughs> financials that we need to survive, especially with the online endorsement and consumer feedback side. Awesome. Uh, congratulations to that. Uh, I'm very happy to hear that. Uh, maybe to finalize the talk, uh, Uh, something that you can give uh, back to the audience, uh, your experience, one thing that you think if you could have done it differently, like if you knew, what would it have been that you uh, yeah, just would do differently than from how you did it in the end that would have helped grow the company faster, better? Yes, I, I think uh, for, for me, when I jumped into doing my bump media, um, my aspirations or the team aspirations were pretty clear. We wanted to help uh, everyone earn from advertising, but the advertising industry itself is a whole new ballgame. <laughs> so um, I think in terms of recommendation to anyone who wants to start their own business or even expanding their business is, is trying to build that network from the get-go, um, trying to understand the specific pain points, the specific characteristics of players in a specific in, in the industry that you're jumping into to, to better serve and also uh, position yourself well um, in the industry. So, so that has been an ongoing challenge, I think, even for us, because I don't come from an advertising background. And naturally, when you're creating a platform that intends to disrupt an industry, uh, the existing industry players are not that well receptive of it. Uh, but we've had immense support uh, from a uh, few of the brands that work with us as well as our mentors. And I think uh, in the long run, crowd advertising is a concept that will mature, um, especially with the tracking capabilities that's possible. And um, I look forward to uh, working with more partners as well and making this reality and helping a lot more people earn from advertising. 
Very nice. Uh, beautiful uh, sentence to end this uh, chat. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Nadia Chalil, for your time. Founder CEO Thanks. at MyBump Media. Please reach out to uh, Nadia on social media. Uh, LinkedIn, I know. Uh, the other one I will put also in the description. Uh, visit mybump.my uh, for more information and download the app so you can potentially become an ambassador. Uh, and for all the companies out there, you want to have a, a different way of um, advertising. Uh, I think it is really a, a beautiful company, a beautiful initiative uh, that has a real social impact uh, that helps uh, citizens um, to go through this uh, very difficult time. So uh, thanks again, Nadia, for building this, for your time sharing uh, with us today. And thanks, thanks so much, Patrick, for the opportunity as well for me to share this with everyone. And, and I really appreciate uh, you having me here today. Sure. Thanks. Thanks to you. And thanks uh, for watching this episode to the audience. As always, I hope you like that episode. And then I see you hopefully also next week for a new episode of Pat's Chat. Thanks. Have a great day.